Yo, what up with the deal? What's poppin'? It's your man, Dean of the Edwards clan. Welcome to another episode of the Father Market Protocol, man. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new year. It's a new year, man. Welcome to motherfucking happy 2017. Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah, it's the year of the deed. Year of the deed. Um... Hope you all had a wonderful and safe uh, holiday season. And, and more than that, I hope everyone's uh, New Year's thus far started off, thus far, begun uh, on a positive note. With some positive steps towards making this a positive year. Everyone always starts off gung-ho, don't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone starts off gung-ho. Where does it all go wrong? Makes you wonder. Uh, big shout out to all things comedy the network. Uh, uh, check out, check out many of uh, their wonderful podcasts also available on all things comedy. But in the meantime, you check it out this one, yo. And make sure I'm gonna plug this a couple of times. You in the New York City tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, um, I mean, Staten Island's included, too, when you say New York, but you, you kind of almost want to say Staten Island, too, and even Long Island, and Westchester upstate, all y'all. Make sure y'all come out uh, this weekend, extended three-day weekend to um to me doing my thing once again up at uh, Gotham Comedy Club. Ooh, ooh, we gonna do it like Snoop. Ooh, oh, like that. Yeah, we, we, uh, we about to come off. And hit y'all in the head, give y'all that work, give y'all that work that we do annually in New York City. Let you know what's been guarding our life for the last uh, 365. I think last time I was a headline in Gotham, actually, I didn't do, last year was the first year I didn't do MLK Weekend in some years. I wound up doing, I was scheduled for MLK Weekend and then they had a, uh, I think a cancellation in December, and so we wound up doing December 2015 instead of January 2016. Um, we had good shows, but you know what? Just like Will Smith is the king of Fourth of July weekend at the box office, I was the king of MLK weekend um, at Gotham Comedy Club. So y'all make sure you come out if you if you here in the city, man. It's gonna be fun. We gonna have some fire, baby. <laughs> it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. But bigger than all that, like I said, it's a new year, and uh, and I always wonder where does everyone go wrong with their New Years? Where where do people wind up going off track? You know, because everyone starts off gung ho, myself included. You know, I, uh, I didn't, I, uh, you know, I, 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 yes, I, I just suddenly found myself in, in Denzel mode, you know, and, uh, I, I, I realized that I did not write as much as I normally do. Normally I write daily. This has been a habit that I formed over years and years of, of putting it into practice. And, uh, yeah, you know, so that's every day, uh, it was from, from a book, uh, what is it called? The Artist's Way, I believe, called the uh, Morning Pages. I sort of adapted that uh, and began doing that years ago in the 90s. Instead of, I used to keep an audio journal, 
still have like probably 30, 40, probably more, probably like 50, 60 little micro cassettes in the basement somewhere of me from like 92 or 93, from 92 to about 95, maybe 96, and then in 96 I started keeping these uh these logs you know i always i suggest to people even even my children i said it's, it's good to it's good to you know keep some sort of log some sort of journal some sort of diary of what's going on in your life if for no other reason just to um just to reflect on it you know don't look at it don't write it and then look at it a week later look at it like a year later or years later that's like I, every so often I'll just I'll I'll pull up a a log from you know 10 15 20 years ago, right? <laughs> that sounds old. It sounds very old. It's old. You have logs from 20 years prior. <laughs> yeah, man. And and it's it's dope to look at those and see what you what you survived through, you know, to see what you went through, see what you were going through, see where you were in your life and how that, uh, how that might've affected you mentally, physically, spiritually, and how you, how you came through it. Because we all have that story. We all have that. I don't care what you do in life, whether you're in the arts, if you just, uh, you know, working a, a standard nine to five office job, what have you, you know, um, everyone has a period in their life or in their past or even in their future where you're going to be faced with adversity and you think you feel, damn, I can't, I ain't going to make it through this, but you did make it through it and you will make it through it, you know? And, and so, uh, geez, I know, I know they're, they're, <laughs> I know I've I've looked at old logs where, excuse me, where, you know, the rent wasn't wasn't paid. I knew my rent was due, and I had to pay X amount of bills, and and, you know, I was I was I was in the, as Biggie called, was in the struggle. My man was in the struggle, baby. Oh, we were in the struggle, and I never lost faith though. That's that's the trick. You can't lose faith in yourself. And your God and creating the universe, so I always kept faith in in God and also in my talents that I would be all right. I don't. I'm not the type that really stresses and walks around stressed. And there and therein lies the proverbial rub. You know, it's just making sure that um, you know, you maintain a level head. Got to maintain a level head, and so uh. So yeah, it's always it's always cool to look back on what you thought was gonna be something uh, tragic and disastrous in your life, and then you look back, you're like, wait, what? That's all? I didn't I didn't get Montreal Comedy Festival. I was crying over that, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I I remember one time I was pissed. I was pissed. Went on vacation. Might have told this story before. Went on vacation uh, at the time rare about going on vacation because you know performers are always afraid to take time for themselves because you always feel like i'm gonna miss something and my future wife 
at the time she was my girlfriend, she talked me into going to Jamaica with her and her friend Sharon. And we went and I got a call to host Montreal Showcase. It was just a host it. Now here's what's funny. In retrospect, the host usually doesn't get booked for Montreal. Nobody, no one uh, hosts and, and the uh, people are like, wow, he was amazing. He or she was amazing. We have to book them. It happens. It can happen. But you're booked to move it along to showcase the people they want to see. But at the time, it was it was an opportunity, and I was like, man, I'm missing an opportunity. That was tight. I was in Jamaica. I was in Jamaica. Yeah, man, I was real real tight. You know, I was tight as hell, man. But you know, everything happens in in its time. And fast forward a year or two later, and went to Montreal with Heat, and uh, went into Montreal uh, with SNL. So. You know, there was no pressure. So, hey, man, everything happens in its time. You know, that's that's the protocol, early protocol, man. Everything happens in its time. You you, you can't rush things. You gotta 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 exercise a wee a wee bit of patience is what you must do. Um. So yeah, as I was staying, as I as as I as I was staying, as I was staying and saying. Everything, uh, everything always, always starts off in a new year. You know, I believe people start off on a positive note. You know, for myself, I said, all right, you know what? I, last year, in 2016, I did not write daily like I should, as much as I, as I should. I actually, uh, so, so my, uh, my eldest daughter even checked me on it one day. She was like, I, she said something about she hadn't seen me writing and at the end of the year, she mentioned that was her goal last year. She wanted to write every day. And so I told her, I said, you know, thanks for reminding me of something that I instilled. When the, when the, when the, uh, when the youth inform the elders, huh? when the Padawan informs the master. Yeah, so that made me say, all right, you know, I got to just discipline myself to write every day. And so I have thus far. I've been writing every day. And and that's that's not my goal. That's just the lifestyle. That's the, that's the problem that I think people face when it comes to a new year. Stop with this whole, stop with the resolutions. I ain't making a damn resolution. Because resolutions, people break them. You know, I I know you want to go to the gym. I know you want to lose weight. I know you want to get your your uh your Superman body on. I know you want to eat eat well, but eat good food. We all do. But make a life change, man. Don't don't sit there and say what you're gonna do and post about it for a week or two, and then it disappears. That's another thing. Everyone always wants to put everything. Out. No, you don't you don't need to put everything excuse me uh uh out on display you know have some mystery as Trace would say have some mystery I don't need to know everything about you then leave something up 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 to me guessing I want I want to guess some things I don't want I don't want I want to I want to learn some things on my own I want to speculate speculate that's a good word speculate Everything does not have to be put out on display, man. I, I appreciate everyone uh, that, you know, puts puts the work in and sticks to it and doesn't just put in work 
for a couple of days or a couple of weeks in January, but she'll be all the way through the year. You know, in September, you know, set your goals in, in, in December and January and look at yourself in September and say, you know what, I'm glad I stuck with this. You know, um, I, 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 to keep things uh, moving in a positive direction, uh, we, um, we, I started working on something a couple of years ago and it came back around. And so it's moving in the positive uh, direction, but I still will, uh, will keep it to myself until, uh, until more is heard and more is definitive. Um, yeah, but I'm in a good space for me creatively, uh, that I feel like, you know, my, my material, I've been writing, I've been building, you know, on stage. I've been, uh, mainly I've been writing, man. You know, that's, 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 that's really the artist's way. That's really what we do. We create. You just got to keep creating. Eventually something will stick. You know, one of my good friends, a uh, friend to the show, uh, co-hosted with me uh, at least one one time, maybe twice, um, has some good news uh, moving forward. Looks like he has a writing gig on this, this new show. Um, very proud and happy because he did the work. He was patient. He, he toured last year and, and, and worked hard and wrote and wrote and kept writing. And he's Writers Guild. And now it looks like he has the gig. Now they're just ironing out the specifics and details as far as his contract. So I'm very, I'm very happy, very proud about that. Um, you know, because that that inspires me, you know, that inspires me to uh, to expand um, and work hard. You know, which is really, isn't that what it's about? Ain't that what it's about, player? That's what it's about. Just got to keep, got to keep grinding and, and, and surround yourself with like-minded individuals that are going to, um, you know, inspire you to, to push better, to be your, your better self. Why do I sound like Oprah? Dean on some Oprah thing, man. Why are you on some Oprah thing? Fall, fall back, papa. You on some Oprah thing. Y'all may notice I have a little sniff. Um, uh, uh, wee bit of wee bit of congestion. I I got infected, dude. Yo, I got infected. Somebody gave me the flu last Friday. I I had a uh, I had two. No, I actually I wound up with three auditions on Friday. Um, I had one on uh Thursday that got had to get pushed to Friday. Uh, Friday morning at eleven. Uh, and then after that got, uh, booked, then they needed me to also put myself on tape for this other project. They're, they're making Get Shorty, the movie into a, uh, into a TV show on, uh, Epics, E-P-I-X, Epics, the channel. Um, so that's going to be, a, I think a 10 part series on Epics. Um, had me reading for, uh, uh, um, a movie head, uh, uh, geez, um, he was the head of a, of a motion picture company. Interest, interesting, uh, to say the least. Uh, I was like, all right. <laughs> and then uh, actually in between auditions, in between the first audition and headed to the second audition, 
Uh, my manager sent me information on an audition for a show I actually watch. Uh, show I actually watch, a show that I have a couple of friends that write on. And, and one of them actually directs. And I met the uh, showrunner and creator a couple months back. So um, so I was like, oh, I love And it's funny because I just happened to watch a couple of episodes of this show last week on uh on my ipad so i was like you know what i i got behind let me catch up so i was watching the show last week is it an omen who knows perhaps um but i read for it i had to read for that as well so i had to his was funny the first audition i had on friday morning i i had had it pretty much off book i didn't i didn't uh have to you know look at the sides look at the pages for the um, audition at all, because I was going in with casting director or casting associates, I should say, Bernie Telsey, right? And so the second audition I had, I knew I was going to my agency and there was gonna be like an agent's assistant helping me record myself. So I knew I had a little more time. So I prepared for that one, but I, uh, I left myself some leeway because I was focusing on getting in front of the um the casting people on the first audition uh now for those that don't know you want to commit all of yourself to every audition which i did i did commit myself however knowing that i was going to be able to put myself on tape for the second audition i gave myself a little more wiggle room also because the second audition was less uh less verbiage and more reaction um, more visual versus uh, dialogue for me to memorize. Whereas the first audition was very dialogue heavy, dialogue driven, and knowing that I had the um, had the freedom to stop and redo and stop and redo again and so forth for the second audition, I left myself some space on that one. Uh, any actors out there will understand exactly what I mean, and I'm doing my best to paint that picture excuse me, for anyone that uh, has never been on an audition, you just, you give yourself a necessary amount of time to uh, commit to your auditions. However, I get this third audition and now I'm like, oh, dang. And this one is, is, is heavy dialogue. <laughs> it's heavy dialogue and visual, right? So, uh, and on top of that, uh, I'm I'm playing a, a con. I'm in prison, and and the first two auditions, I'm I'm in a I'm pretty much in a suit, so I had to go to Burlington Coat Factory <laughs> over uh, on 23rd and Sixth Avenue to buy some some black T-shirts so that I could uh, at least look like a blank slate, a blank palette. Went up to my agency. Did the first uh, first audition, and then uh, we just kept running the uh, the or did the second audition, I should say, the second audition, first one uh, on tape at the agency, and then I did the uh, and did that in about twenty about twenty twenty five minutes. So then, which for anyone that doesn't know, you usually get maybe five to seven minutes. I think the audition I did. Um, earlier that morning, I think I might've done maybe, I might've been in there 10 minutes. She gave me 10 minutes. We, we ironed it out. Um, yeah. So we, I, we, we, we ironed it out. We did what needed to be done player, you know? 
Um, and, uh, and then that, uh, that third one, that third one, I was actually, I was pretty proud of myself. And keep in mind, I was also nervous because I didn't want to suck. Because I figured my friends, my people going to be watching it, <laughs> you know? I was like, ah, right, you know what? I can't, I can't stink. I cannot, I cannot stink because they've probably co-signed me and I got to make sure I, I, uh, I do them proud, you know? So, uh, so I did it. I was proud of it and got home that afternoon. And at some point I, uh, I, 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 shoot, I, I wound up, uh, getting the flu, you know, uh, at some point, uh, I don't know where. That's what you know. The hardest thing about getting sick is when you do the backtrack. You do the backpedaling. You're like, all right, hold up. Where did where did I where did it go wrong? Where did I get sick? Because I I I, I pride, pride myself on doing everything I can to make sure that I wash my hands after uh, after you know every uh, every. Every outing, you know, anytime I touch outside, even inside, really, I don't trust these kids. <laughs> no, but I, you know what I mean? I make sure that I keep, keep clean, especially in the winter season, as, as most people should. Now, I usually will have hand sanitizer, but I prefer washing, you know. That's, uh, some, somewhere along the line, people decided, hey, I don't need to wash my hands so much. Nah, yeah, you do, you nasty bastard. You still got to wash your hands. You wipe your butt. You don't just put hand sanitizer on it. You got to wash. You got to wash them doodle crumbs out your fingernails. <laughs> That's just disgusting, D. That's just disgusting. Um, you know, so hold, hold that thought. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I want. No, so... um. You know, make sure, wash your hands, man, in this season. And evidently, I did not. You know, when when you ride the New York City uh, uh, transit system, whether subway or bus, you're you're in contact with many people um, who have many different unique qualities and many different uh, variations of germs. And although your body is built up to deal with many of them uh, sometimes it just ain't you know sometimes it just ain't and well yeah so <laughs> that being said somebody got me so when I had uh I had shows at uh at Eastville Comedy Club on Friday night I could already feel it I could already feel you know when you know when you start feeling that that sort of pain in your joints Started feeling that pain in my joints. I was like, yo, what's up? What's up with this 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 joint pain, son? Um, yeah, so it um it it, it hit me and by by the time I, I left, I finished uh, my two shows there that night. Not as many you know, so this is how I know it's a it's a new day because I used to want to bounce around the city. I'm now I'm fine. I'm like, you know what, I got two here tonight, I'm good. You know, work on these these new jokes right here, in between shows. Go over what you did, 
and, and uh, uh, revamp and, and attack the second show with even more vigor. So uh, after that second show, and keep in mind, it was brick out. So after that second show, I um, I shot up to, uh, to, you know, a little bodega, 2nd Avenue, grabbed some third flute. And, and learned learn a lesson, huh? Learned important lesson uh, uh, on, uh, on Friday night, Saturday morning. Don't use a glass uh, for hot tea, especially in the winter. Because I did that. I, uh, I poured the powder into a glass because I wanted a little more than what a mug would give be able to hold so i put a put a glass uh put put the theraflu in a glass i had made the uh hot water poured the, the <laughs> poured the water into the glass heard a little crack i was like ow i was like okay can't drink out of this i go to pick it up <laughs> that joint fell apart that joint split fell like i was pissed i was i, I was i was pissed because Damn, not only did I break a glass that my wife's going to be pissed off with me about, but damn it, I just wasted my Theraflu. <laughs> yeah, so I was annoyed. Fortunately, now here's how you, you flip the negative to the positive, right? You see the glass half full or half empty? I see it as half full because I'm like, you know what? At least I had the, uh, the, the foresight to get more than one, right? Because, you know, at bodegas, you can just buy them buy them per packet even though they're even though they're not supposed to be sold each they're supposed to be sold in a box when you go to any uh neighborhood drugstore from the local near guards in brooklyn to to cvs walgreens Dwayne reed rite aid all of them aren't, aren't, aren't like one of them owned by like the other like Dwayne reed owns walgreens or something like that anyway uh you're not supposed to sell the packets individually, but that's why you have local mom and pop bodegas because they will sell you just like they sell loose cigarettes. They sell that Lucy. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, so I bought, I bought, uh, I bought three, but now it's down to two. Had one, and by the time I woke up uh, Saturday morning, I was, I was a mess. So much so that I, as much as I fought it. All day, I just I told the family, I don't want to really be around y'all because uh, I'm sick. And I had shows Saturday night. We had our first snowstorm of the season uh, here in, in New York. And I think all along the uh, the Northeast Corridor. And so, um, so by about 6.30, 7 o'clock, I realized it wasn't really getting much better. And so I had to call and cancel my shows. On Saturday night, which I really don't like. I never like canceling shows. I especially don't like canceling shows uh, last minute. And I especially don't like canceling shows a week out before I'm about to headline um, back home. So um, I was I'm still annoyed about that, but I got to get better. And so I had to, you know, you do what you got to do. Do what I got to do. So that's what I did. So I um I canceled the show. We watched watched Fences on a SAG screener. Um, Viola was amazing. Denzel did his thing too. I actually enjoyed him. I, I felt he disappeared more on film than he did 
in the theater because I saw saw the show on Broadway. Um, I'm saying that to let y'all see how culture the brother really is. You feel me? Feel me? Come with me. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed his performance. I think also, you know, one of the reasons I enjoyed it, uh, because Denzel Washington was playing against type in that he was playing someone that wasn't necessarily even likable. Definitely wasn't lovable and huggable, but hardly likable. He was a very angry human being, very angry character. Um, very, uh, very set in his ways and, and stubborn and selfish in, in many ways. And this is sort of the, uh, ant antithesis of most characters that you're used to Denzel Washington playing, you know, uh, I'm trying to think there weren't even any, I'm trying to think of any redemptive qualities of, uh, Troy Maxson in, in Fences. You know, um, yeah, dude, dude, dude is mean. <laughs> dude is mean. And when you see see the movie or see the play, if you're fortunate enough, or maybe you read the play, read August Wilson, you know, read August Wilson, especially if you're black, read August Wilson's um, canon. I think they're 10 plays. 10? I think they're 10. Uh, I've said that before, but I'm saying it again. Read, read August Wilson. Um, speaking of fences was nominated uh nominated for um golden globes last night uh for their acting categories denzel best actor viola best supporting actress the 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 roles and how they're how they're slotted are always funny as far as you know viola being considered best supporting actress and i explained Recently to someone, you have to understand that that's the film company choosing to nominate her, to have her run. Because it's all a campaign. Keep in mind, people, this is it's all campaigning. It's all about, you know, uh, winning. It's all about making sure people are aware of what you did and giving yourself the best, best chance to win. That being said, um, you know, Hollywood has decided that La La Land is is the, you know, the the award season darling, you know, uh, and I haven't seen it yet. Uh, SAG, maybe I owe y'all a call because I haven't received most of my screeners this year. And my dues are paid all up on time. So I uh, made the November deadline, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, and, but I'm not the only one. I'm like most most actors I know, like, yo, I haven't gotten uh, most of my movies this year. I haven't. I, I think I got, I got Fences. I got Nocturnal Animals. I got Fences. I got Arrival, which came with Fences. And is that it? It might be. Yeah, it might be. I'm afraid so. That might be it. Um, still haven't watched Spotlight from last year. <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, but yeah, I only have like three movies. Oh, oh, and Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. So watch that as well. 
Um, good movie. Good, 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 uh, good movie. Uh, Casey Affleck uh, won over Denzel Washington. Actually surprised me. Um, more so initially, I thought Casey Affleck was going to be a shoo-in. And then I watched Denzel's uh, performance in Fences and um, how much I really didn't like him as a as a character <laughs> and i was like damn he did a good job with that uh and he directed it self-directed too so that was impressive um uh, so that that uh that being said man um i was surprised um but you know it 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 Denzel has two Oscars and numerous golden globes he'll he'll survive and it's always nice to see someone that hasn't had or hasn't won anything uh, get something sort of like uh, Emma Stone winning for La La Land over uh, over Meryl Streep for for uh, Francis the movie where she plays the woman that's a terrible opera singer um, the the name escapes me and I I'm not sure if I will ever watch the movie I watch it because of Meryl Streep I actually like watching Meryl Streep disappear into a into a character um but yeah the golden glows were were entertaining um uh, i'm curious what people thought of jimmy's host i really didn't see jimmy host that that much i didn't uh see him on stage as much as i expected which um was was surprising i felt bad for him because they um there was technical difficulties as soon as the show began as soon as he uh was about to launch into his monologue after after a long uh musical uh number pre tape musical number he goes to uh do his monologue and is the, the teleprompter froze up and they had to switch it i was like golly that's damn that's gotta suck you know um but he handled it and that's that's part of the gig man you just gotta keep it moving um and I'm sure he wasn't happy. Uh, shout out to Quest, though. Quest uh, kept things moving. <laughs> Definitely, you felt the difference in the uh, in the music. Uh, uh, it was, it was. I think, yo, might be the first time in history someone got played off with a... <laughs> yo, they were getting people off the stage like comics that stayed on too long at... at uh, at the peppermint lounge back in the days <laughs> that was crazy oh that was really funny um but you know it was it was nice to see that uh nice to see that jimmy brought your boy uh questo from philly to do the damn thing and, and handle the music like a pro uh look at where hip-hop has come to huh from from South Bronx to the Father Muckin' Golden Globes. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's it's so Father Muckin' Greatest, man. You're now tuned to the Father Muckin' Greatest. Speaking of hip-hop, Atlanta won twice. That was dope. Your boy Donald Glover, who's, who's a member of hip-hop hip -hop family, hip-hop nation, he won for his Atlanta, uh, his, his show set in his... Uh, city of origin atlanta won for best uh comedy and for best uh best actor um so that was great and then he gave a shout out to migos which i'm sure left the majority of people in 
in the uh, attendance at the, uh, is that the Beverly Hills Hilton? Saying, what's amigos? <laughs> friends? Does it, are they friends? <laughs> Spanish? What is this? Uh, <laughs> Trump and his people probably, probably like, get them behind the borders. Oh, and, uh, and Meryl Streep. Uh... See, now here's the thing. Meryl Streep, she she received Cecil, Cecil uh, B. DeMille Award for uh, Excellence and Lifetime Achievement. And she condemned Donald Trump, uh, you know, using his platform to make fun of uh, someone that was uh, handicapped. And then she also went on to defend freedom of speech and the press. And I predicted it. I said to myself, okay, he's going to call her. He's going to call, he being the orange one, is going to call her overrated or uh, not a nice person or um, not classy or or hyped, more part of the media machine. And sure enough, this morning he tweeted uh, because that's, that's his uh, weapon of choice. The, the 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 president elect tweeted that she was um that she was she was overrated i wish i had, i wish i had tweeted i bet you he says that she's she's overrated because i i foresaw that um it's like when when he needs thicker skin man i like <laughs> donald trump would never have survived sitting at the table in the back of the comedy cellar <laughs> Because, dude, you can't get offended at everyone that points out something that, that you said, something that you did, you know? Um, oh, well. I You know I felt bad for? Because uh, I was happy that Tracy Ellis Ross won Best Actress in a Comedy for Blackish. Uh, felt bad for Anthony Anderson because I just knew he was going to win until I found out Donald Glover was nominated because... Uh, Donald Glover's show is more of a media darling and an outsider uh, success. It's on FX. It's on cable. Um, it's it's not backed by you know the the mouse ears of Disney. It's a little engine that could and and when you have Chris Rock co-signing it, saying it's one of the best shows on television or the best show on TV, which he did. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to kind of hard to compete. So unfortunately, uh, Anthony Anderson was a casualty of the success of Donald Glover's Atlanta because Donald Glover is also the, the executive producer, creator, star writer, you know, and, uh, you know, these awards, these, these award institutions love when someone is, is a, has slashes, when someone is multifaceted and someone has multiple slashes in their titles, a la the, uh, women from girls, uh, to, uh, uh Leah Dunham to, to, uh, Tina Fey, uh, um, you know, with 30 Rock, 
um, you know, they they like that. They like they like they especially like like if Donald Glover was a woman, oh, that would have been he 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 he'd won everything. He'd have won stuff he wasn't nominated for. If he was Donald Glover, <laughs> he won mad mad awards that wasn't even nominated for for best French film Atlanta. What? Um. So yeah, it was entertaining. Uh, it was nice to see. The thing I like about the Golden Globes, even though um, I haven't seen La La Land, um, but it's the it's the the media darling, right? Um, but uh, um, I will say that it was nice to see the Golden Globes uh, as diverse as they were, um, because that movie Moonlight. Another one I'm waiting for the screen for. Uh, Moonlight, uh, written and directed by brothers from Florida and New Orleans, uh, won uh, best best uh, best feature film over um, over a couple of other uh, strong contenders, uh, Hell or High Water, um, and I forget the others. <laughs> Uh, because this is not a movie review show, so I don't need to know all the names, all the movies. You can look them up yourself if you feel the need to do so. Um, but it was a yeah, it was it was entertaining to uh, to say the least. It was entertaining to to say the least. I I was I was very happy to see every time they they cut to like when Tracy Ellis Ross was giving her acceptance speech. Don't you love that when they when they hit the? She says, you know, I accept this on behalf of all the women of color, because there's so many diverse roles and so many diverse and rich stories. And then they cut to every every black woman in the audience. They cut to uh, Ruth Nega from Loving. They cut to uh, uh, Issa Rae from uh, uh, Insecure. Uh, did they cut to Kerry Washington? They they cut to everyone. I was like, uh, okay, uh, Hollywood Foreign Press, we get it. We, you you've invited us. <laughs> uh, uh, Golden Globes, not not so uh, white. It's fine. Don't worry. Uh, uh, Golden Globes uh, mixture. That's what it was, right? It's a tropical blend of fruity flavors. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was nice to see some. Uh, some of everyone win. Um, it's, it's nice having someone named Mahershala. Mahershala. Is that how you say his name? Mahershala. From from uh from Moonlight and also uh from uh from Luke Cage and numerous movies. I met the dude years ago at an audition for for Blade TV show. <laughs> he was a nice fella. He were a nice, he was a nice fella. So, yo, as I said before, if you're in the New York City area, please make sure you come out and support your boy at, uh, at Gotham Comedy Club this weekend. It's going to be fire. I believe we're taping on Saturday to submit for a special. So Saturday should be even more fun than Friday. But any show uh, and, and come out because uh, uh, the MLK weekends, we always sell out couple of the shows so buy your tickets in advance um also you can catch me at the uh novo theater next weekend uh with my man felipe esparza on uh january 21st yeah that that should be a lot of fun and 
I'll be, uh, if you're in the LA area, you can catch me. I'll be at the Laugh Factory um, Thursday the 19th and Friday the 20th leading up to those shows with Phoebe Felipe. Uh, I'm not sure if those shows have sold out at Felipe's. They're doing two shows um, at the Novo Theater, so that should be should be a lot of fun. But bigger than all that, man, we're we're back with the with the Father Mucker Protocol back in the new year, 2017, and and looking forward to some some great shows. Having some uh, got some guests um, that'll hopefully uh, spark spark your interest, baby. Got to get Vessi back on because um, I understand he's he's. He's uh, closing the doors on on the callback, which I think is un- unfortunate because I think the callback is actually a really, really dope uh, podcast, what he did. Um, so uh, keep an ear out for uh, Vessi coming back through. And, um, and all about Gotham, man. All about Gotham. Um, if, if you're in the city this week, you can catch me working out Gotham's uh, tonight. At uh at night train with Wyatt Wyatt Senek, uh night train in um in, in uh I think it's called Litchfield which is in Park Slope that's tonight I think that show starts at eight tomorrow Comedy Juice in Gotham um and then uh Friday and Saturday Gotham you know but keep in mind the uh, these early shows these shows early in the week these are all workout shows you know these these are me hitting the gym before before presenting you know last looks feel me so um so yeah so make sure you uh you come check me out this weekend and uh and yeah man um whatever you set out to do in in 2017 make it happen don't talk about it be about it feel me just 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 do it don't don't tell everybody what you got to do just tell them tell them you're going to do it you know you don't have to tell people what you're going to do just tell people that you will do something and when you do it make it amazing damn that was poetic i'm a cool for the buckles it's your man dean edwards man all love two fingers follow me at i am dean edwards oh and yo you know what Y'all make sure you can catch me on uh, my girl Marina Franklin, her podcast, Friends Like Us. I'm actually uh, taping that, and that, that'll be available um, this week. I guess we'll, we'll cross uh, cross time in. Check me out, Friends Like Us. Um, I, 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 I feel fortunate because they have one male per month come and join their their podcast so i appreciate marina uh having me on hers and hopefully we can get her online very soon uh at imd networks on social media two fingers all love y'all be well be safe peasy